Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. What's going on, YouTube? It's Nathan back with another video presentation. Welcome to episode six of the podcast. We're talking about the Orioles and the Nationals. I mean, this episode, we're just going to do just a quick check on them. Uh, we're with 16 games now into the regular season. Um, so far, so good. Um, there's some some negatives and there's some positives. Uh, the Orioles right now, they're 6-10 and 10 in the Nationals. They are 6-12. and 12. Uh, They are last place, respectively, in their divisions. And the Orioles actually just won two out of three games against the Angels. And painfully, the Nationals got swept by the the San Francisco, the New York Giants, excuse me, the San Francisco Giants. Excuse me, I apologize. Um, we're going to start with the Nationals. I wanted to talk about the Nationals because a um, couple of things I've noticed. Uh, they're dealing with a lot of injuries in terms of pitching. Uh, Hunter Harvey's out. Sean Doolittle's out. There's a couple other guys I can't think is also that's also on the injured reserve list currently. Um, they got swept by the Giants today. A uh, final score was 12 to 13. Uh, they now lost five straight, and they're going to have a home opener Tuesday against the D backs, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, I do know Fox, the third baseman, uh, he puked. And he left. I forgot which inning it was. Uh, Markel Franco moved over to third because that's where he. That's the position he normally plays. He was with the, he was with the Baltimore Orioles last year. And uh, Josh Bell, uh, he's also dealing with some hamstring. I think it's his right hamstring. He's dealing with. Um, now, what's weird to me is that Coach Dave Mar Dave Coach Dave Martinez said he was already bat up. Uh, Fox. I can't think of his first name, but I know I think it's Lu Lu Lucius Lucius Fox. Um, he was dealing with a stomach virus. Uh, first, I, I look. I, I I'll give the I'll give him credit. He went out there and uh, tried to play through it. But I'm I'm of the mindset. He said that he that he had plenty of fluids. He fought well enough to play. Uh, but one thing I've learned, you know is don't ever push, don't push yourself. And I feel like he should not have been playing. Um, now they're, I believe now they were down with, they were at three, they were down three men. Uh, he already had a three man. He was already coming into this, into this, into this series with a three man bench. Um, so you had to put Riley Adams out there at first, who this was his, uh, This is, this is his first year, okay? And then on top of that, um, because the other guys, they're not ready yet. I think it's um, Bogar and somebody else that need more work. But all he had left was Josh Bell and then Victor Robles left. Um now, because of the now new CBA, everybody wanted a universal DH, and that puts a damper on things. Now, when you look at 
the injuries. You got to look at the bullpen. Okay. The Nationals pitching wise have not been well. Okay. They've 17 innings in three games. Uh, Joan Adon, he gave up five and four innings. Uh, Jock Peterson hit off the home run after, I believe that I guess right after the Fox puked on the, on the floor, on the, on the ground. Um, all, uh, Jock Peterson had two home runs. Uh, the, then the Giants also, they scored six times in the ninth inning. And then you had Sam Clay, Steve Cheesiak, and Paulo Espino. Like, they had to use seven guys. That and, and, and he's used – Coach Martinez is now – he's now used 12 guys out there in over three games. Patrick Murphy, who got designated for an assignment Saturday, if I remember correctly, and then Josh Rogers, Josh Rogers, former Oriole, he had two out Sunday. Like at, at, at the, the concern for me <laughs> with the Nationals, and this is what happens when you're when you're in rebuilding mode because now you're trying to figure out you, you don't want to overuse your bullpen. But at the same time, you're starting five. They're not. They're not touching five innings, six at best. Ladies and gentlemen, you want your starting pitcher to at least get you six innings a game. If you can't get out the fourth or fifth inning, it's going to be a long day for your bullpen. Now, um, I got to give the guys this whole series of it out there. They've played, they've done their thing. Now, the Nationals offense, they they gotta step it up a little bit. I, I you know, I, I'm really disappointed how it started off so far. Like when I looked at the lineup going into 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 to Sunday, Caesar Hernandez let, let off, which was good. Um, Lane Thomas. Who has been? I mean, he went. I think he batted seven. It was one for four. So I mean, the lineup was okay, but the biggest thing is these guys. They have got to really the starters. Now they start. Now they're going to play Miami. Okay. Now they're off. They're off Monday, and Josiah Gray is going to start Tuesday. Eric Battle on Wednesday. And then most likely it's going to be Patrick Corbin, who has, I'll be honest, who's who's been off to a rough start. It's not, I mean, when I mean rough, it's not even funny. Uh, I'm surprised at this point they haven't found a new home for him, in my opinion. And then most likely Anibal Sanchez. That's going to be your starters for the rest of the other series because um, the last start Patrick Corbin had, I mean, that just oof, was just bad. I, I mean, I think he only lasted – I think he's, what, given up more than – I know it's been like a, like 11 innings pitched, and he's got an ERA's well over 10. Um, it, it's not looking good 
at all. I mean, this is someone that's coming off of a six who's in the midst of a uh, $140, $140 million deal for six years. And he's just the last couple seasons, he's not looked that good. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, every five days you let him start, but without Steven Strasburg, Joe Ross, I know Anibal Sanchez has been dealing with a neck injury. You ain't got a lot of options. So I, I really would have liked to have seen, I, I feel like his velocity, he needs to re, his velocity and his control in his fastball. Um, I've seen, I've, I've read, I was, I've read an article where he's been really working on that coming into training camp and he's just going to really just figure some things out. But as far as the nationals, um, this is, a, I, I mean, God, we don't, there's guys that are not healthy. I mean, those guys healthy back. And I think Dave Martinez is just trying to figure what the best team is to put out there right now. But, uh, I did have an issue with uh, one Asidus Escobar, and I can't remember who else it was. I think it was the first. I believe it was the first game where they scored. I think the final score was seven to one, and there were some choice words for Gabe Kepler and the Giants in the dugout. Um, in my personal opinion, I, I'm, and this is not direct, but this is in general. I I am not a fan of guys who complain or try to look to start a fight when your team is down a certain score. If you don't like, if you don't like your team, your opponent outscoring you play better, more discipline at the plate. You know, you're, you know, if anything, you need to be mad at your starter pitching, your, your, your starting pitchers who have been deplorable. of not getting past five, not even getting the five innings a game. Your bullpen is not doing that good. Instead of taking it out on Gabe Kepler, look, yeah, I understand there are unwritten rules in baseball. Hey, I'm all for it. But if you don't like it, play better. Plain and simple. I I, I just don't really understand this this narrative, this notion, you know, where where I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna cry, bitch, and moan because they're running the score up on me. Play better. It's just plain and simple. There's no other way around that. There's no other way around. Just that's that's plain and simple. I think it was. I want to say it was Victor Robles, but I mean, because you were upset. I think it was Estrada, who had stole, who attempted to steal second to third, and actually scoring on Brandon Crawford in the top. Of they didn't like that. But at the end, of the, at the end of the day, like if you don't like that, then just play better. Plain and simple. Like, I think what was really – you should be more embarrassed is that the Giants scored seven times in one inning. One inning. Let that sink in. You're mad at the Giants because they scored seven straight runs in one inning. But you're mad at them – because Escobar tried to steal. Bullshit. Skip. Good Lord. Thank, th- thank the good Lord I am on FCC Airways. I, I, <laughs> thank the good Lord. I, I Look, 
Plain and simple. You just got to play better. I mean, they just wore they, they, they wore down the Nationals. The Nationals, the Nationals, this whole series have had no answers for them. And I thought was even more kind of, in my opinion, weak is, is that after the game, as he Escobar declined an interview, um, But I, I, I'm just one of those. I don't think it's showing up your opponent. I mean, that wasn't it. I just think that the Nationals, they just were just that bad, plain and simple. But I, I can, I, I'm going to give the Washington Nationals one game in this series against the Marlins. Um, then that's it. I, I believe that they will lose two, um, and then they got to go to San Francisco. And that's going to end, and that's how we're going to end the month of April. Then we've then they got that the three game series against the Giants on the road, and they go to Colorado, Anaheim. Um, yeah, I mean, really, the, the biggest thing is, is the injuries and. Just really just figuring out this bolt. If they, once we get guys back healthy, I think it's I think it'd be better. But until then, right now, I mean, it's just figuring out who, what, what's the best, what's the best, what's the best to fit out there. Let's talk about the Orioles. The Orioles are six and ten. They finish uh, a series off against Anaheim. They're two and uh, two and three. Won two out of three games against uh, the Angels. I was really surprised. Um, their final score today was seven to six. Uh, hey, I can't get mad at that. Now, I, I, I definitely am not of the mindset. Um, I don't know where this, this narrative that the Nationals, I mean, the next me, the Orioles, are trying to rebuild by not spending money. I disagree with that. Uh, first and foremost, I, I want to say this for the record. I I do think that at some point, the Orioles do have to start competing. I, I, I've been on the record for that. And I stand by that. I give front office, I give all them credit for what they've done, for what they've been doing to rebuild this team from the ground up. But at some point, tanking for the number one overall pick, it ain't going to fly no more. We got arguably the best farm system in baseball. Adley Rutschman is going to be a, is going to be a great player. Grayson Rodriguez, DL Hall, these boys are going to be up here in another year and about a few months or so, depending. But the question is, when? I don't know. I don't know where this narrative came. I don't know. I don't know where this narrative's come from that we can compete without spending money. Ladies and gentlemen, that doesn't work. You have to spend money. Unfortunately, and this is and this is where, again, where you find yourself in a situation, 
okay, where you 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 have ownership that has kind of put you have kind of has kind of put your team in a in a, in a sticky situation where you want to compete, but at the same time you really can't compete. Now, Mr. Peter Angelos, his sons are now pretty much taking over the everyday business because Mr. Peter Angelos, he's not getting any younger. I hope he's doing well. But the biggest issue, and this is, and, and you have to kind of go back. It got to a point where I think spending money to compete with teams like New York, Boston, Anaheim at the time, the big market teams, it's hard to compete with. It's hard to keep up with teams like that. But I think it's another when you don't try to go out there and actually get some talent. I'll never forget one year, Peter Angels was like, this is the year we're going to get this way. This man tried to get Paul Canerco. That failed. He wanted an everyday first baseman, a DH, and a number one starting pitcher. He got Ramon Hernandez, who's a good, who's an all-star. He tried to go off to Paul Bird. That failed. He let B.J. Ryan become the highest paid closer at the time to go to Toronto. He tried to get Kevin Billwood. Did that. I mean... He even tried to get Johnny Damon. Like, it's more about okay. You, you have to. To me, it's seeing what I can build around the guys like Cedric Mullins, Anthony Santander, Ryan Mancastle. Because you, you do need, at least in my personal opinion. You do need at least one or two good free agents to help your team compete for a championship. But it also too matters what the, what's around what's around that player. Now the biggest issue now is that our no true number one our number one pitcher is now practically out for the season in John Means because he has to now get Tommy John surgery. Now we have Chris Ellis out there, but he got hurt in today's game. But I will say this: the pitching. Has been a bit, eh, okay. Like, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, signing Jordan Lyles at first kind of was a head scratcher, but this, this has always kind of been the issue with me with, with the Orioles. This dumpster diving, we, we, we sign guys that are good, are, are really not, it's kind of like, well, we, we went out there, we signed somebody. It's almost kind of like when you order a meal at a nice, at a five-star restaurant, when it's being served to you on a garbage lid, can lid. That's what it's like to me when it comes to free agents with the Orioles. Like we're signing, I'm not saying Jordan Lyles is trash. I'm just saying like, you can't go after a B level. I'm not talking about going after Jose Ramirez or Francisco Lindor, for example. I'm talking just go out there and get guys that can mentor the young guys and keep your team competitive. I ain't gonna lie. 
watching us lose a hundred plus games at this point, it, it's getting really hard. It's getting really hard to watch. It's getting really hard to stomach. Like at, at some point, these guys are going to have to start competing, and they're going to have to start at some point. With this this tanking for a number one overall pick every year, it's just it ain't cutting it no more. Either you compete or just accept the fact that it's just what it's what it's going to be. But let me get off that. The good and the bad. If if you look at this, the offense prior to the series only had 24 runs in two weeks. They're not they were not productive. We've been underachieving at the plate, even though a lot of people didn't have expectations. Now Going into this series, okay, an ERA of 2.5. Now, I think with Mancini's home run, I think that's like now five or six. And also, too, they've, they've had three shutouts in 12 games. So far, three, we had three shutouts so far in the 16 games we've played. We didn't see that last year. Until we were three months into the season, we only had one shutout in 60 games, and then in 19, we had five. Now, again, looking at it from my perspective and my opinion, and this is where I think Major League Baseball is doing, is doing again, it doesn't know what to market. If you look at the the whole league as a whole, offensively, it's a down year. Easily a down year. You can make the argument it's a down year. And it's a better year for the pitchers. Well, you see, now I, I had to do my research. Now, I believe between this year and last year, I think the batting average is now below 245. Was below 245 last year and is now almost like 230. On base percentages down, um, runs per games down, but the ERA, which was high, is now lower, and I, I really do think it's the type of baseball that's being used. And I think also, again, I let's just keep it real. Last year, seeing that many home runs, I'm sitting going, "Damn, these, these pitchers cannot be this bad." And, and and I'm sitting here, we got a lot of guys I've never heard of putting up these MLB the show like seasons. That's that's impossible. And it's I'm saying the ball's being juiced. But I that's on another that's on another subject for another video. But I I, I wanted I wanna give the Orioles their flowers because Jorge Lopez I'm liking the fact that he looked really good out there as a, as, as, as a closer. And I, I will say this. Even though the final score was 7-6, to six, 14 walks, they bone a six-run lead, and also to Anaheim, that was still a, that was still a good game. 
But at, at some point, I, I just think that you're starting to see guys truly develop into what they can be. Now, it, it's just I'm gonna give this. This is what I'm gonna expect. They gotta just go out there. They just have to pitch and be consistent. This year, with the offense, they preached plate discipline and patience. I mean, same thing. They've they they've preached that. I believe there needs to be some patience. There needs to be patient patience on Cedric Mullins. Ladies and gentlemen, twenty we're, we're almost twenty games into the season. Let's see what they're looking like 50 games into the season. Trey Mancini had his first home run. The offense is starting to click. The pitching, I think, in 16 games, it's not as a as a as, as a small serving, but let's see after let's see what they look like in May. Let's see what they look like in June. But I will say this: I'm really proud of the, my Orioles. The most important thing is we got two wins over the Anaheim Angels, who I'm still not sold on as a team. I think you can you, listen. You can throw all the money you want <laughs> at at guys all you want to, but it means absolutely nothing to me if you don't have a legit team to compete with. I love Mike Trout, and I'm a I, and I'm a fan of Shohei Otani, but those two. Cannot, can't, it, it, it's for me, this this whole being a bus driver and bus rider, the others, it's all about what you're putting out there. It's different for every sport. For 162 games, you have to damn near play well and be consistent. The Angels have a decent team. They have a good team, but they're not World Series contenders. Biggest thing is, can Mike Trout stay healthy? Shohei Otani, as a two-way player, you're, you you can't put all the expectations on his back like that. At some point, you need others. Brandon Marsh, Jared Walsh, um, the pitching. You invested $21, $21 million in Noah Syndergaard. This giving pitchers overpaying, giving these guys one-year deals is not going to help you win. It's just not. And easily, in my personal opinion, I see the Angels winning 85 games. That's what I see. But with the Orioles, they have, I believe, it's – let me just see who they play next. It's going to be – I'm looking at the schedule. Come on. They've got Oak. They, I'm sorry, not Oakland. They have an off day, and we got to go to New York. And then we're in Boston. Home. So, I mean, the last time we faked, we, we got two out of three against New York. And... We're going up. We're going. We're going to the Bronx. Um, I believe the Orioles can win. I'll say they'll win two games out of that series. I will. 
But really quick, uh, Mancini, he and that Mancini, uh, Brian Mac, Brian Mac, Brian, Brian Mac, House leads the team in batting average. Cedric Mullins leads the team in runs, home runs, RBIs, and Jorge Mateo leads the team in stolen bases. And we've got Jorge Lopez. He has four saves. And Mr. Bruce Zimmerman, Maryland's finest, baby, 16 strikeouts, leads the team. And we got six guys with all eight win apiece. Um, with the Nationals, <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is going to be hilarious. Josh Bell leads the team with a 345 batting average. Ron Soto leads the team in runs with 11. He also leads the team in home runs. Josh Bell leads the team in RBIs, and Asidus Escobar and Lane Thomas lead the team with one stolen base stolen base apiece. Josiah Gray leads the team in two wins. Tanner Ranney leads the team in three with three saves. Yon Adon actually leads the team in ERA with 6.9. And Josiah Gray leads the team with 18 Ks and Yon Adon leads the team in a whip of one of 1.66. Ooh. That's that's bad. And as of today in the NL East, the New York Mets are 12 and 5, and the Miami Marlins are 7 and 8. The Braves are 7 and 10. The Phillies, 6 and 10. And the NL Central, the Los St. Louis Cardinals. Los Angeles Cardinals. The St. Louis Cardinals, 9 and 5. Milwaukee Brewers, 10 and 6. The Pittsburgh Pirates, 500, 8 and 8. Chicago Cubs, 7 and 9. And those Cincinnati Reds, 3 and 13. In the NL West, the Los Angeles Dodgers, 11 and 4. San Francisco Giants, 10, 11 and 5. The Colorado Rockies, 10 and 5. The Padres, 10 and 7. And those D backs are 6 and 10. Wow. Interesting. Interesting to see the first 15, 16 games of the season. Um, that's surprising with the Rockies. That truly is. And let's go over to the American League really quick. The New York Yankees and the Toronto Blue Jays are tied for first place in the NL in the AL East at 10 and 6 apiece. The Rays, 9 and 7. Those Boston Red Sox, 7 and 9, and us were 6 and 10 in the AL Central. The Minnesota Twins are in first place at 8 and 8. Then the Cleveland Guardians, 7 and 8. The Chicago White Sox and the Detroit Tigers. Congratulations to Milwaukee, uh, Miguel Cabrera as he got his 3,000th hit. The White Sox and the Tigers are 6-9 and nine apiece. And finishing at the bottom of the AL Central, the Kansas City Royals are 5-9. and nine. In the AL West, the Seattle Manors, 10-6. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, 9-7. Those Oakland Athletics, 9-8. The Houston Astros, 7-8. And to finish off the bottom of the NL West, AL West, excuse me, those Texas Rangers five and ten. And shout out to Nolan Ryan because there's a documentary I want to see that of him that's coming out soon. So shout out to Nolan Ryan on that. Um, so that's pretty much it. Y'all let me know how y'all teams are doing so far. Expectations. Where do you see your team at finishing of the season? But again, we're only less. We're only almost twenty games to the season. I'm not going to push the panic button. It's almost damn near one fourth of the season. Uh, there's still many months of baseball to play. 
and anything can change. But this is, in my personal opinion, the way it's looking, the year of the pitcher. So, ladies and gentlemen, do expect, I'm going to say, a minimum of 15 no-hitters. Guaranteed! With that being said, I'm out. Y'all have a good night. Stay up. Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.